Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dad Code Podcast. Real dads, real talk, no BS. It's been a while since I've recorded anything uh, video-wise. Um, glad to be back, unfortunately, uh, with the events uh, that have happened over the last 24 hours. Uh, I, I wish that I had a better reason to be on here. I wish that I, I mean, you saw the title. I really didn't want to have to talk about something like this, but unfortunately, it requires, in my opinion, not just me, but all good men to speak up and stand up for what's right. And, uh, and for those of you who don't know what happened uh, in the last 24 hours, uh, so yesterday around 10 o'clock, a deranged left-wing transgender, probably mentally ill person shot their way into uh, a Christian elementary school, killing three faculty members and three nine-year-old kids. And that's hard for me to stomach right there. It's very hard for me to even say. I mean, that's, that's how old my son is. He's about to turn nine. Um, you say, Blake, why, why are we... Why are we pointing out that they're transgender? Why is that relevant? Well, I think it is. That's why. Um, I There is a, a higher incidence of mental, uh, mental disease, or uh, I know specifically suicide. Uh, I think 42% of people who go through with transgender transitioning, whatever it is, I believe it's 42% of them um, at, at least attempt suicide. Um, so I think mental disease is rampant in that community. And I don't know. I think it's relevant to the situation. Uh, there's been a lot of posturing lately, a lot of political posturing. Um, the anti-gun folks are all out and up in arms about how you know, the answers to ban all AR-15s or to ban guns outright. I just don't see that that's really productive. Um, yes, this is extremely tragic. Tragic doesn't even touch the severity of this situation. It doesn't touch the even how, it doesn't even come close to how terrible this situation is. Um. Absolutely, the thoughts and prayers go out to the surviving victims and the victims' family, um, families, that is. And even uh, even the family of the assailant. Um, there doesn't need to be hatred. I think, I think one of the big problems we have in this country is we are really quick to hate. It really comes out of us really fast. You know, as soon as this happens, uh, I think the trap is as well. There, there you go. There's another left wing extremist, you know, just out here trying to hurt people, trying to kill people for their own, for their ideology and blah, blah. Look, that all may be true. But I think we need to really focus on healing this country from within. What do I mean by that? Well, I think a lot of people want to fix these situations with, um, I'm going to take my headphones off. 
they want to fix these situations with, you know, edicts and the taking away of guns and maybe if we just make sweeping changes to laws and take out take away rights that we've had since you know the declaration declaration of independence was drafted and the bill of rights and all this other stuff i just don't think that's the the way to go you know we we've unfortunately done a show about something similar back when the uvalde tragedy happened and i still think that that is the answer i don't think that taking everybody's guns away is the answer I just don't. I don't see that as being productive. I don't I think that you're instantaneously turning you know tens of millions if not hundreds of millions of you know at the moment law-abiding citizens into criminals. And I just I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. I think there's a lack of education about what we're really dealing with here. Everybody thinks that you know when you say AR15 that that's an assault rifle. It's not an assault rifle. Assault rifles are illegal in this country. To be an assault rifle, it has to be a select fire gun, which means it it has a switch on the side. First switch is a single fire, which every gun has. Second switch is a three uh, three round burst. Pull the trigger, you get boom, boom, boom. And the last one is fully automatic. That's what everybody would call a machine gun. Those are illegal for the general public. So... That's not what this is. Do they look like assault rifles? Yeah, they do. Just like any other airsoft gun out there that they've souped up with an exterior rig to make it look like one. Yeah, it looks like an assault rifle, but it's one trigger pull, one bullet. Okay. I'm no gun expert by any means, but I do have at least a basic understanding of this. Uh, but I encourage everybody to be a little more educated about that. Um I think that I don't necessarily think that it would change a lot of people's minds, but I think it may be able to, uh, it, or it may help people understand why others don't necessarily agree with their points of view on certain things when it comes to um, the banning of certain types of guns. Um, so, a lot of a lot of political posturing, like I said. You know, we've got to we've got to heal from the inside. We got to focus on. I think mental health is a huge component of this. I think that, um, unfortunately, uh, we we live in a country where uh, it's it, it's almost appearing. You're almost appearing to be weak or shameful. It's a shameful thing to have to to have a mental health situation or mental health crisis. Um, I think we need to care for one another. I think we need to be there for one of one another. I mean, we just don't do that as a country anymore. You know, I, I, I really struggle with this a lot because I don't agree with the transgender stuff that's going on and all the pronouns and everything. Um, I am personally of the opinion that if you don't bother me, I'm not going to bother you, but I also don't want to be forced. I don't want to have something forced on me. And I feel like that's a lot of what's going on is I feel like people are trying to force, um, thought processes and, 
uh, ideologies on other folks. Um, and I think that, you know, particularly my religion, Christianity is a very convenient, um, target just because we don't tend to fight back very hard. We will, we'll tell you what we, what you think or what we think rather, we will tell you what we think, but we will not, um, do much in the way of, you know, physically pushing back. And right now there seems to be this big trend with a lot of people on the left that they they want to kind of mix it up and start throwing bricks and shooting folks. Um, and I promise you, no one wants that. Not a military guy. Haven't been deployed, but for from everybody that I've talked to that has been, they can assure they will assure you that you don't want war here on American soil. You just don't. War is awful. But again, like I mentioned, we you know we've had a another show about the Uvalde crisis. I had mentioned that uh, my solution would be we need to turn schools into damn near fortresses. How many more kids have to die? before we start shoring up what we consider our most prized possessions in this world, our most precious things that we have, the thing that ensures the future, not only of our families, not only of our country, but the future of the freaking world, guys. Well, how are you going to find all those people who are um, trained well enough to do that? We can't arm teachers. Okay, don't arm teachers. I can tell you right now, I can make a phone call and probably in an hour I could find you four or five people for one particular school to harden that school. They're only there to run security. They're only there to manage ingress and egress of folks. They're not there to, you know, say hi to the kids, let them play with their guns. You know, Blake, no one wants to, no one wants to go to, go to a prison for school. No one wants to send their, their, their kids to school, a school that looks like a prison. If it means they're safe, sign me up. Uh, you know, I had a, actually my wife had a conversation with, uh, a school official at my son's school. They have procedures in place but they've never drilled it. That's a problem. Particularly coming from a guy who's a coach, you know, amateur coach, whatever. Uh, You're not going to get better if you don't drill it. If you don't drill it seriously. If it's not a point of emphasis, it's not going to be executed properly. You can't expect it to be. And apparently, you know, I think my son's school has one retired uh, police officer who I guess kind of hangs around the school. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Every door, every exterior door should have at least one guard, period. And they should probably have somebody monitoring the exterior. I don't know why this is so difficult. Oh, it's going to cost too much. I don't care how much it costs. Ask these people in Nashville how much they would have paid to have had extra guards there. 
This is a private institution. My son's school is a private institution. Charge me what you want. I'm not made of money, but I mean, I, I could probably find a way to make some more money to be able to pay for it. And I guarantee you, like I said, there are plenty of folks out there who would be willing to step up and already be, you know, trained and ready to go to step into a position like this to, uh, uh, to, to protect and harden schools. Or you could start training them. I, I don't, I don't see this. I don't see how there's any, any way around this uh, or, or why this wouldn't work. I just don't. We just don't. We get so caught up in this gun debate about how no, no, the answer is to ban guns, to get rid of them all. Guys, I hate to tell you, but you're not going to be able to stop crazy people from doing crazy things. You're not going to be able to stop bad people from doing bad things. I'm not telling you that taking guns away wouldn't stop some crime, but it's not going to eliminate it. They're going to find they, people will crazy people will always find a way to do crazy things. You know, if you take guns away, maybe they go get three gallons of gas and take it into a room and light it. We going to ban gas. Come on, guys. Again, crazy people will find a way to do crazy things. So at the very least, I'd be OK with leveling the playing field. Talked about this whenever the Uvalde situation happened. Can't believe we're having to have the same conversation. I don't understand why, once again, I'll repeat what I said then. Why do we protect concerts and sporting events, all these other public gatherings, protests? We probably protect protests better than we do our kids when they go to school, whenever they're the most vulnerable. I mean, our kids don't know any better. They don't know to have hypervigilance and, you know, be constantly aware. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It really is. Let's take a look at some of the news outlets and see what some of them have to say. We'll just pull them up randomly here. I don't have anything super prepared or anything, guys, but we'll go to WSMV here in Nashville. Uh, that's the logo. What is that? CBS or NBC affiliate? Uh, let's scroll down here. I'm sure they're talking about it. Everybody has body. They've already released the body camera footage. <sighs> Again, hats off to the Nashville Metro PD for the fast response time. I don't know how good of an idea uh, it is to be releasing this body cam footage. I mean, I I, I personally don't want to glorify this monster any more uh, than they already are, or she, I think. So she, it was a transgender man. Is that the correct way to say it? It's a f biological female who is trying to pretend to be a man. Probably, I don't know if they've had a mastectomy or, or taken testosterone or whatever. You see her name there. I'm not going to be talking about her, but apparently she was a former attendee of the school. And now there's, I'm seeing here that they're saying that she had a mental disorder. 
Well, no crap. Um, I can tell you that you know they're they're talking about the officers that stopped the school shooter. I I they don't want all this this publicity. This isn't what um this isn't what anybody wants. Uh, let's see what are we saying here? LGBTQ theater company sues Tennessee over cabaret bill. So there's a lot of speculation out there that this was done in response to Tennessee's uh, banning um, of child sex transitions. And I guess the Tennessee House has another bill uh, that apparently prohibits or criminalizes um I guess underage cabaret. I'm assuming that's what that's all about. Um, there's a lot of video out there on the internet. Y'all can go watch that. I don't want to watch this stuff. It's just frustrating beyond end. It really is. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. There's been a lot of folks out there. Let's see. Let's go. Uh, let's stop sharing that. Let's go to a different news source here and see what they're saying. I like to get all of my different news sources here. Let's go to Reuters. See what Reuters has to say. Now, there you go. Nashville school shooter had emotional disorder and small arsenal. I don't know. What does that mean? Small arsenal. Is that really a uh, 28-year-old former student? Emotional disorder. guns. I mean... A lot of people are going to say, "Well, red flag laws should have some a red flag should have been triggered." Uh, I don't know, guys. I really don't know. I would need to know more about these red flag laws. Maybe that is an answer. Maybe there is something that could have uh, predicted um, or set off some sort of red flag. I don't know. That's fair enough. I don't know enough about what they're calling red flag law. Red flag laws. Um to be able to speak anywhere near intelligently about that. Let's go to CNN. I hadn't even clicked on this here. All right. CNN shooter was under care for emotional disorder, hit guns at home. Shooter's parents, 28 years old, living at home. Okay. Shooter's parents told police they questioned what was in the bag when Hale was leaving the house, but ultimately dismissed it. So it sounds like there was a lot of stuff that could have, maybe tipped off something. So maybe, I don't know if red flag laws are really a thing or, or really the answer here, or if this was just a, a series of folks missing the signs that something was wrong and that, that something needed to be done. Um, it's hard to really blame any one person other than the shooter at this point. I mean, a lot of people are going to blame themselves, uh, but uh, I'll pray for them to have peace over this because, uh, no one's blaming them. Uh, let's see what else. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's see what this says. It says uh, these are victims of uh, what we know about the shooter. Lawmakers reluctant per to pursue gun control measures. Um, let's see what this says. Let's see if this is this was an article written by Megan Vasquez at CNN. Uh, 
Monday's deadly shooting in, in school shooting in Nashville has sparked a familiar cycle of condolences and calls to action among lawmakers in Washington. But both sides of the aisle have been quick to concede that the recent violence is probably not enough to sway a divided Congress to move substantial gun control efforts forward. Here we go. So, again, this is awful. All, all mass murders and um, school shootings in particular are just, they're just terrible. Um, I just don't think, first off, I don't think gun control would ever really happen because I don't think either side really wants it to happen. I just don't think they want it to happen. I mean, I don't think it's in their political interest. I don't think it's uh, in their long-term interest for their political career, um, which is horrible to say in context, uh, in the context of, you know, some someone shooting up school, basically. Um, but I, again, I just don't know that, that stricter gun control laws would have predicted this. I just don't believe it. I haven't been swayed enough. You know, it's not that I don't appreciate their sentiment that something needs to be done. I could get on board with that. Could there be tighter screening processes? Maybe. That might be somewhere to start. We could talk more about that. Should there be mental health provisions within the Second Second Amendment that, that maybe they add on? Doesn't sound horrible to me, but I mean, obviously it needs to be talked about, but the problem therein lies the problem is that we don't talk about any of this stuff. We don't talk as a culture as it is. Everybody's kind of gone to their separate corners and we don't want to talk about anything and we just want to let awful things happen. Well, now we are reaping what we have sown over the last however many decades of division that have been happening. We got people who are mocking the thoughts and prayers folks who are, you know, folks that are legitimately offering their thoughts and prayers to the victims. And they're using it as a way to political do their political grandstanding and uh, and things like that. It's an it's a, it's a very cute little talking point for a lot of folks to be able to say, you know, unfortunately, uh, we will get plenty of their thoughts and prayers, but we won't get anything done for gun control. I mean, come on, guys. Really? It's the only thing people can offer these folks. Is that we are thinking about you and we're praying for you. I can't do anything for you otherwise. Well, you could vote, vote these people out of office. Vote who out of office? Who ran on who who out there has run on being a candidate for school shootings? No one. It's ridiculous. Well, if they support the NRA and if uh, you know if they they're you know two A you know proponents, then then they deserve uh, to be voted. Come on. Now you're just talking out of your rear end. There, you're being emotional. which is perfectly normal. You can be emotional, but you need to be emotional in a way that cares for your fellow man. 
there are plenty of people out there right now. I mean, there are six families, seven families, including the assailant who lost loved ones. They could really use your thoughts in the prayers. It may not mean something to, it may not mean much to everybody.
All right. That was odd. Here we go. Let's just finish this up. Guys, I really appreciate you joining me today to talk about this. I know this is a horrible subject I have to listen to uh, someone speak about, but I wanted to leave you guys. uh, I wanted to leave you guys with a reading from a Facebook post from a very dear friend of mine's mother who I consider like family as well. And she was a educator for good Lord, maybe over 40 years, maybe more. I don't know. Long time, but I want to read a little bit of a a post that she put on Facebook today that I think uh, really touches home. I'm going to leave all names out as much as, uh, as much as I can. My heart aches for the parents and for the older sister who doesn't want to be an only child, for the parents who lost their little princess, and for the parents and baseball team members of the little boy. I also pray for the grandparents and cousins and all of the extended families. I pray for the families of the staff who went to work and didn't come home. I also pray for those who were not harmed Because, in fact, they were. Everyone in that building and the responders' lives were all also changed on a day they will never forget. I'm thankful for the men who didn't hesitate too quickly. Or didn't hesitate, excuse me. I'm thankful for the men who didn't hesitate to quickly put their lives out there to save others. I'm thankful for the responders who aided the victims and were left with visions that nightmares are made of. Grant them peace. That this happened in a church school tells me that these were people of faith. That faith will be like a tree in a strong wind. Its limbs will be shaken, twisted, and bent. But I pray the roots are strong and deep, and will grip and hold so that the tree might be might be bent but not broken or uprooted and will grow back stronger and deeper than ever grief and questions will not end in a few days or a few months or even a few years for those families a piece of them will always be missing God bless and heal them. And God bless and heal America. That's all for today, guys. Really appreciate you. Check us out on Rumble. We're going to be doing all of, all of our video uploads from now on on Rumble. Uh, tired of YouTube's crap. Don't want to be uh, having to watch what I say anymore. We're going to start talking the truth. We're going to be telling people exactly what we feel and what we think about all these situations. Um Dads everywhere, y'all are going to have a lot of questions you're going to have to answer. I'm one of you guys. Inevitably, our kids are going to hear about this. We're going to have, we're going to have to, um, we're going to have to come up with something. What do you tell your kids whenever something like this happens? I'll pray for you all, guys. Stay strong. Stay strong, dads. Stay strong, dads. Till next time, dad out.